All right, recording in progress. It is Pancreation Philosophy, episode 218. I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz, and we got a returning, well, guests, and then you're also, you're also were a co-host for a bit and, and helping me recording, but Endo, welcome again to the show. And audio engineer. Yes, audio, audio engineer, yes. Thank you for having me. No, that two two eighteen you said that's an epic number. Yeah, two yeah two two hundred yeah episode two hundred eighteen and it just it just keep, it keeps on rolling. I, I I mean we were kind of talked like before this, but yeah, just how far this has gone really just came with an idea of like, hey, why why don't we do this? I mean, Ender, as you know well, was a was my unpaid intern that we that we <laughs> use, and then of course Scott McDonald, aka Steve McDaniel's, and then. Yeah, 218 episodes in, and we're still doing this. But yeah, it's great. It's great to be here. It's great to have you on. Um, Thank you. But yeah, and then yeah, like so. I know it's been like as we discussed earlier too. It's been seven years since you started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I guess just in terms of reflecting on that, like what's been, um, I guess one first off, how how does that feel? Like this is almost kind of. It's kind of like you know when your birthday happens. Oh yeah, I guess it has been like that long. Like how how, how does that how did that feel when you're like oh it's been seven years since I did this? Like how did that? Feel? It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of crazy because um, that's a decent chunk of time <laughs> to yeah. be yeah. dedicated to something, and there's no sign like I have no intention to ever stop. So yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's crazy how the time flies and um how much it's changed my life. Mm-hmm. Like reflecting mm-hmm. on that. Um, I, when the, when I hit that milestone with my seventh anniversary, I was just thinking about where where I was before I started and where I am now, and it's been a a pretty cool journey. Like I, I have a job now that's jujitsu related. I yeah. teach jujitsu, and because of that job, I was able to buy a car. I, I drive a Tesla now. That's kind of nice. crazy. <laughs> like, and yeah, and just like all the relationships you you form over those years, it's mm-hmm. I, we've talked about it in the past in past podcasts, but like yeah. there's something deeply intimate about the friendships you make training martial arts because I oh, think yeah. it's such a physical, intimate thing that we do. So met so many cool people. Uh, yeah, and I, I when I think about. like there's this dichotomy too where when I think about when I first started training and I thought about what someone who's been training for seven years Mm -hmm. felt like Mm -hmm. I I thought like that's wizardry I'm I'm never going to do that and like so here I am on the other side of it and I'm it's pretty cool but at the same time I also think I'm not as good as I thought those guys were yeah 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 (laughs) so because i still get stomped sometimes and it's like oh man because there's just so much to learn you're just yeah it's infinite you'll always be learning you'll always be wanting to be better and so yeah. there's not a moment really all right that's it i've learned all i've learned all there is we solved it we're done but there's that simultaneous feeling where i do sometimes feel like a wizard yeah and then i do also like think i don't know anything like <laughs> so yeah no, yeah, no, it, it it is odd, like yeah, that that kind of dichotomy, but it's also yeah, that kind of comparative, because I think it's like similar to you know when you're when you're going 
just when you're going to like okay when you're in elementary school people that seem like in high school oh those people are like are so old and like you know so but then like when you're high school like oh what the heck <laughs> like i don't feel <laughs> like you're those, those guys are so smart and yeah, wise yeah. it's like oh man yeah, and then just, you get going, like, like throughout life like oh once i'm an adult then it's gonna be <laughs> and then you're like wait a minute <laughs> No one, no one knows anything. No one knows anything. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, that's what good life is. Is like realizing, wait a minute, <laughs> no one really does know it. But yeah, it's yeah, j- just just that passage, that passage of time there. And I think it is but interesting it, that now that you are in, as you mentioned, like a teaching role, it's like you have to now. Now you're encountering others who are you know you know earlier in their journey, and it's. As you said, like, oh, now, but now, kind of like back again when you're in high school, you look at it and you're like, oh, look at this little, look at this, look at this child or look at this little person. You're like, ah, oh, what, what do you, what do you know? So I guess like, how is, um, I guess, how, how has that been like for you in terms of like, in terms of teaching, I guess, like reflecting, because I think your reflection kind of, oh, that you realize, oh, I have put in time in here. And how, how, how does that reflect, I guess, what you're teaching? At the, when I first started mm-hmm. teaching, it, there was so much imposter syndrome. Like, what do I yeah. know? You know, mm-hmm. but um, you, you quickly realize that you you do have a lot to offer, and you do, and just like the training itself, you do get better at the teaching aspect of it. Yeah. So, just like you just want to keep training martial arts to get better at martial arts, like I'm, I just find myself constantly trying to get better at teaching as well, yeah. simultaneously leveling up both skills. So I, I just, I, I find the, I find it solidifies a lot of concepts in my own brain when I have mm. to distill it down to something that they can understand where the, where their current level is. Yeah. That's, that's always tricky, but it's always very satisfying when it, when it clicks and sometimes it clicks simultaneously for them and for me, mm-hmm. like it's it, maybe something I do subconsciously, but then hadn't really thought about it until yeah. they asked a specific question. Got it. And then, yeah, it, the, the coolest thing is it, it's, it's a lot, it, it's hard to track progress in martial arts because people yes. are always getting better. Also the people that are, that are better than you, they're getting better too. Yeah. So it's hard to see your own growth, but I think it's even trickier tracking progress in teaching. Yes. There, there's not, yeah, it's a, like, it's, Oh man, I've taught way better than, than I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause that, that's like an odd thing to say. Oh man, so much. If I could teach yeah, but, myself back then, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Day one teacher and uh, would get smashed by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but... Oh, but, no, no, but, but at the same time, I agree with you just, you know, in terms of teaching, because I def, I agree that teaching is a skill set onto its own. And just because and what you mentioned is that there's a lot of like unconscious competence, like a lot of things that you do that you're not quite aware of. Like, that's why this works, because of something sometimes like the, the way things work, like you have an idea in your head why it works. But then you do it in like, oh, wait, wait, maybe that might not be that may not be the only thing there may be some underlying like factors because then you see other people and they're trying to do what you're doing but like no it's not quite that's not quite it there must be something else there's like there's a secret not quite secret in here but there's an ingredient that i didn't quite realize that is important to this recipe here absolutely <laughs> yeah so it is tough to gauge the the progress but um there are a couple moments that stick in my mind where it's like oh 
I couldn't have done that like last year where mm-hmm. like one time I remember the first time someone asked me a question like when they, someone asks me a question that I've heard the question before and I've thought about the question before and I have the answer it's like yeah. easy to give yeah. and so I remember the first time someone asked me a question and I hadn't really thought of the, that question before but then mm-hmm. it took me like just a few seconds and I was able to like think about it like oh and I had the answer like um I, I remember that moment thinking like oh I, I couldn't have done that like a year ago and then even just like this Monday um it was a smaller class so mm-hmm. and at, when I started launching into the lesson there was only two people there and then some others joined a little bit later but when it was two I was like I told them you know I had a lesson planned for today but you know since it's such a small group what what do you want to know about what do you want to work on and this other purple belt who is quite experienced he he asked me about some single leg x stuff and some x guard stuff and it's not really my a game at all mm-hmm. and i was and he had a specific and question about entering single leg x and how when he just tries to force it he just gets his guard pass because he doesn't understand how to control the entry straight to single leg X from like a standard open guard. Okay. And I I told him like, you know, I can't really speak to that specific, but I can tell you how uh, Shiloh enters X guard, uh, single leg X on me mm-hmm. as a transition from a different guard, like X guard or Delaheva guard. And um, I was able to build a drill sequence for the the group off of off of like off of that idea mm-hmm. um on a position that I'm not great at and he told me after the class how incredibly useful that 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 my insights were and so I was just so I thought that was like a a milestone in my teaching how I was able to like craft a lesson in mm-hmm just off the fly off of a in a, on a subject that I'm not great at but my overall understanding of certain jiu-jitsu concepts and my understanding of my opponent's games in this case Shiloh mm-hmm. I was able to like give him something that would help him level up his game got it so yeah cause that was yeah it's like this it's, it's like the skill of like all right you're you got the information like in terms of a question like okay like and dissecting like okay what like what is like you know what kind of movements or how i guess like how how to help them like in this i guess yeah because runs you you know like a problem or like a puzzle it's like all right like how can i that you know may not be necessarily that familiar with but you're then able to craft like a like a drill or a, a situational where you can put yourself and then help him in that particular kind of skill set or kind of uh, particular problem and the, yeah which i think is a very that that's that's like a, a teaching like a teaching moment right there or you like that's not i mean i guess it could come from your own kind of training but like the specific thing of having to do something that's not from your own necessarily own experience but then trying to imagine how the scenario that like to help someone else that's a very yeah i would definitely say that's like a teaching moment and realizing that your teaching skills leveled up i think something that's helped me get better at that is i i enjoy quite often after class doing what i call lab work Mm-hmm. with like another partner 
um, where I'm like, hey, come over here. And then yeah. I try try something on them and it doesn't quite work and we talk yeah. it through. Yeah. Um, and that's usually on a subject I'm familiar with, but then you reciprocate and they are like, oh, can you help me out on this thing? Got and it. then I don't quite understand what they're working on, but then I can like shut it down a little bit. And then we talk it through about why it's not working and then mm -hmm. tweak it and like refine it. And so I think that back and forth on both subjects that I'm I'm researching and then subjects that they're researching that I'm not familiar with mm -hmm. has helped with that that part of teaching. Yeah, because it's, it's like the it's like both the thought it's like the thought and it's like the mental and the physical like puzzle of like all right this is what we're like this is what we're we're trying to figure out and yeah because you're both in that yeah it's like a tinkering kind of lab kind kind of stage where yeah you're, there's there's not really like a correct answer but you know that what you're doing right now is this is not quite maybe not quite efficient or as ideal as it could be and you're like okay well we're trying to go towards something like better and then yeah and, and i think yeah there's there's definitely like yeah i think lab is like a good because yeah you're experimenting you have like an hypothesis like all right well, this is i think this and then okay we'll we'll we'll, we'll run and see how the variables look and you're like oh you may like, oh well maybe it does work and then or maybe that doesn't work what what if i change this and yeah that's just the uh yeah, the, what do they call that? The Euler method, but yeah, some kind of experimentation, like method of pretty much just a figuring out of a trial and error. Yeah. yeah, I think any anytime you do stuff like that and experiment with a partner, it's going to help your teaching down the road because mm -hmm. you're just exploring movement and and concepts. Yes, exploring movement concepts, and then yeah, just also yeah, just being able to yeah, be, being able being able to state it, and then also when it's somebody that's yeah coming out with a you know different problems, different perspective from yours, but you're trying to build the connection of like okay, like where where are they coming from? Because I think that's a, that's that's a lot of what teaching is is understanding like perspective and connecting things to someone else's viewpoint, because it's like for me as a teacher, like I realize oh yeah, there's definitely a lot of things that I see it that I have. For better for worse I, well not even better or worse it's just like it's just a fact that pretty much all the moves that i that i can do are done from you know the same perspective of me but i realize that since others are going to look at all like and slightly differently so how can i how can i distill like the knowledge or i guess how can i distill like what movements or what things they need to i guess what goals they need to do in like a slightly different kind of frame because everyone has you know different body types just the way they they, they move differently different just uh, yeah, maybe just also different ways of thinking like some people it's like thought patterns like what what might be obvious to one might not be so obvious to others some people are just moving just moving different things so i think just getting yeah just understanding that i think just understanding building that kind of connection or understanding the connections to other people is what helps in terms of teaching yeah yeah i noticed when i my first classes for a long time was just centered around my A-game stuff that I yeah. knew really well. And then it just slowly evolved into me being more conscious and, and thinking more about, well, what is this, what do these students need, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not my stuff that I care about, but it's like the stuff that they're interested in and their, yeah. their, their background and body type is gravitating towards. And, and so I think about how to give that to them now. 
For, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's, yeah, that's the thing too, like gravitates towards, because even if somebody, yeah, some people just end up gravitating towards certain things, whether, you know, whether they do it consciously or unconsciously, sometimes like, sometimes, sometimes a, a bit of both. And that, I mean, that just shows them what they're, might be not necessarily like more adept at or just more like what's more uh i guess yeah what's what's more of a natural in terms of movement and f- for them and it's like i think realizing that is one of the things that really helps in terms of teaching yeah it's always cool i'm always looking for like a new analogy that will click with someone too and yeah. when it hits it's like and it sticks with them and is the reminder they needed to just never make that certain mistake again. You know, that's always cool too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of like mnemonic devices or however helps them memorize like that thing. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's going to be different for each person just because they, right. they, they, they think uniquely. In terms of that. Yeah. yeah. There's no one size fits all in teaching. No. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah, it's very difficult to do a cookie cutter method. Well, there really is no like way to do a cookie cutter method, but I mean, I think it's, it's attempt to be done and they just try to get almost like the majority, but you, you realize that, yeah, just being able to teaching is always like, you know, tailored depending on the student because different, different students are just going to take to different things in different ways like in terms of speed pace or in terms of oh even like what movements they're willing to do and in uh you know in a in an art like like grappling where there's so many possibilities then that just leaves up so many more variables in terms of doing so 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 in terms of um i guess in terms of teaching like you know leveling up your 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 teaching skills i guess how has uh how how has that like been reflected on your own training? Like, have you found that in helping others help uh, helping others, you find that that helps you help help yourself too when when you're training, or has that help, help change your way you train? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, there's no way for me to like clone my go back in time and clone myself yeah. and never teach. And yeah, you never teach. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, so I I can't really compare but intuitively it feels like it's helped immensely yeah um yeah i just feel like my level of conceptual understanding is so much stronger than it would have been had i not started teaching so much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then as a strange byproduct of it um that's not as directly related but when i started uh teaching every single day Mm-hmm. Um, as a, selfishly, I didn't want to stop my training workload. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm just on the mat a yeah. crap ton more than I, and, and I am. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm teaching a class, I still do the live training, especially if there's odds yeah. or if I'm just feeling like it, then I'll ma- force someone to like take turns yeah. being out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it just indirectly is with regards to leveling up my training, I I just increased my volume like yeah. by a ton of right. how much I'm on the mat. Yeah. Um, even just uh, teaching a move, you know, you're going through the the moves, mm-hmm. and then on the times that you actually hop in and live train as well, that's that's just even more mat hours. And so, yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, the last year in particular 
it has been like the pace of growth i think has been so much more than it would have been um like it's hard to say more than ever because i think you do grow the most in the beginning because yeah. you just know nothing yeah yeah because yeah go like, going from zero to one that's a huge <laughs> yes but there comes a point where you're kind of just chipping away at little improvements refinements and in that phase um i uh because of how much i've been thinking about it because of teaching and the, how much i'm on the mat because of teaching and training at the same time uh, i think that that refinement process has uh sped up quite a bit over the last year it's cool to see and especially yeah just of course makes sense just having having more more mat time physically and just, physically and then also thinking about it having to think about more because you're because you're doing the moves and having having to show them yeah. especially thinking about like especially when someone's struggling with a movement mm-hmm. figuring out what's the most important parts that they're missing you know yeah. like not just what are the pieces but ranking the pieces so that you can in terms of yeah yeah, like what's the higher or like priority wise yeah 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 it's like okay there's yeah there's probably multiple yeah there might be you know multiple things missing but yeah what's the what's the thing that you're missing like the most that would that would then like help go to next thing and then and then the the next thing Yeah. yeah so i think that helps the student and then me understanding that that is a big deal uh, and a bigger deal than this other detail helps me to do it myself like oh yeah to make sure i reinforces that yeah yeah reinforces that lesson i think uh yeah i think i think think it's very important and then also like yourself like and like you, you you mentioned earlier how you will discover pieces that you're doing that you didn't realize were part of this yeah one of the pieces that you you didn't mention but it's in there <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, yeah, that's also important. yeah yeah that's huge <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah well yeah it's like it's because realizing that the thing in its entirety is what's important not just because I, f- I feel like sometimes the things that we focus like most on are the things that you know we need to necessarily like remember because some things we do just end up uh yeah, because you're talking about like you know different like mnemonic devices or way that people you know do to help remember, and that's like different for each people just because some, sometimes like oh maybe it's more it's it might be easier for someone to remember to do this, but more difficult for them to remember the other thing, which is what they what which is what they then focus on. Because I find that that's the thing too. Like when I'm teaching, like, oh yeah, I tend to focus on the things that I myself I myself need to remind myself of, but there are other things that I also do that also need people might need to be reminded of that i don't that i don't have to remind myself because of that so right realizing those kinds of uh, yeah those kinds of points there and and and, and where it is and i think that's a pretty helpful too just because we're going back to like now dissecting like what what where the problem or, or where the you know solution could be on 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 yourself and then okay now i can connect this to to somebody else and how they're doing it uh, an interesting thing because you turned me on to that Souders guy's work yeah. at Standard Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. And while I was critical of some of yeah. his philosophies, I also think a lot of his mini games are brilliant. Essentially, what he's doing is just specifics 
but they're like hyper focused specifics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, um, I look at it as, yeah, it's like, it's like focus. It's like a way it's like, it's like situational, like pretty much situational mm-hmm. sparring, but it's mm-hmm. like just, yeah, specific situational sparring with like goals. With like hyper focused mini goals. Yeah. So I, I really love that. And I've incorporated that into my situational sparrings and just the exercise of creating those mini games is been huge for me understanding what's important and what I want them to learn, you know, to, to create what the goal is in this, in the specific spot, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I would agree. And, you know, what we're talking about here is like, is like the ecological like learning method. And it's a, um, I mean, it's not, I've been like, you know, cause I've looked into like other sport. It was popularized. A gentleman's name was a uh, Rob Gray and I forget what sport it was. I want, I want to say it was like volleyball. It was, it was like, it was more of like a team-based sport, but what they, what they did is that they found that, okay, the way that they learned the best is that they, yeah, they put them in these situationals with goals that emulated you know that that emulated what they would have to do in a game but it's uh it's like a microcosm of that and in terms of doing so they get a lot of repetitions without it necessarily becoming repetitive because now they have to figure out different like varied like solutions like to that to that goal and i do agree too because i've been doing that myself and various drills not just you know grappling but also in striking kind of elements of realizing like what the what, what are the important concepts like yeah what are the important concepts that I want the the student like to learn from here and how how can they get it from from what we do and I think that's a good thought exercise in terms of doing so so yeah I definitely yeah. agree with that yeah yeah just the act of trying to come up with the games has been useful to my own personal growth oh yeah oh yeah oh, yeah for sure it's like because it's, it's like we're saying it's like it's a connect it's dissecting okay what 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 it is like we're trying to do and and how how do we get there but now it's coming up with um if anything i feel like sometimes i don't know if you would agree but like how i see is like sometimes with it being more like open it's kind of more difficult to do than like if i did like in a technical kind of one one step thing that's kind of almost i wouldn't say necessary cheap i think it's like almost less steps to do okay just do exactly like what i do it's kind of hard to like all right do this but like oh no but not quite this it's like you almost have to like yeah like okay like how how do i like what what is the right framework to let them to let them do it and because all it's like a fine line between all right now they're just gonna do whatever between like okay no we want to do a specific thing it's it's like a balance point like okay i want them to explore but i also do want them to find like a specific like point kind of like i imagine those like maze like you know as a kid where you have to okay you have to find like the center like i know where they have to find a center but there's might be multiple ways to get to that center point so i don't want them just okay we'll just we'll just go all the way out here (laughs) i think it's definitely harder but um a lot of what why it's harder is because it's new to us and the teaching moves in a sequence is also there's familiarity sometimes we're teaching stuff that in the same way that it was taught to us so yeah yeah that that makes it much much easier than what we're trying to do in crafting these situations definitely yeah the 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 familiar part but i've definitely but yeah i'm I'm on the same page as you just in terms of yeah it's very yeah it is very rewarding once you like have an idea 
and you because you're crafting i mean of course it may be something similar but but you're you're doing it in a way and then you're seeing it, it's just it's always great just to see things click when other people like yes. something it's like oh wow it's yeah because it's almost like oh yeah this is like this is working and so it's it's great to see it and it's it's great to see you know it in other people when but they might not they may not even be realizing but they're they're moving like a lot better or they're getting the concept and that's like and and and, and that's that's a great thing like to see it's like oh yeah seeing that that oh yeah i was correct in this kind of kind of thing and that, it's always like a refining it's like a refining just like anything right just there there may be some things that work but that doesn't necessarily mean that okay that okay now we're stopped this is it <laughs> this thing works and we'll, we'll just do it it's like the process of okay we're always ever improving i just i so that's kind of how i see it. it's just like a different it's a different method not just a different method teaching i guess it's like certain it's like certain teaching aspects but now you're um you're refining it and you're just having um i guess maybe like a different viewpoint in, in terms of doing so and then i think that could be like yeah i think I, I find it like beneficial like for sure yeah the if i had to rank my favorite aspect of teaching it is seeing the clicking yeah happen that's the coolest thing yeah for sure yeah it's like somebody yeah somebody getting yeah it's like seeing somebody like yeah level up like in terms of skill that's a that that's a great thing to see especially if you know because you saw them when they when they had nothing and then and then this oh wow look 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 at where they are now just yeah just seeing that growth it's like seeing the small sapling and then oh you come back and it's like a, it's a it's like oh it's like an actual plant or it's an actual tree kind of thing it's that, that's great to see you used to be trash, but yeah, look at this. <laughs> now it's just slightly more, tr- but less trash than before. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh yeah no it's yeah it's great to see like leveling up, but and yeah just the thought the thought process of coming up with those yeah with those games or situational or smart or how however you call it, it's yeah it definitely it definitely is interesting because it's kind of getting into the yeah, it's like okay, okay, like what is the concept? What is the concept I'm trying to teach, and how will this, how 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 will this sequence like help them, or how will these uh, movements or making them do in these confined movements like get them to that to that point? So, yeah, that's it's it's interesting to see. Yeah. Another cool thing that I really love now that I've been teaching for a bit is first of all i think it's really cool when i meet someone new who's like us who it was love at first sight and they're just <laughs> all in it's like oh yes yeah. i love that love that energy yeah 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 but i also think and um i i'd never really seen it before until i had this long stint of you know being with the same people for a long mm-hmm. time Mm-hmm. is i i think it's incredibly cool maybe the coolest is when i see someone and i think they're not gonna make it this is not for them yeah and like they don't even look like they want to be here like maybe like there's some kids in the kids class where they yeah, feel like their parents are making them go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they but they keep going and they keep going and then uh they turn a corner and it's like oh they're into it now and they're looking pretty good and i yeah. never would have guessed that they were going to make it 
yeah. and now they're thriving. So I think that's the coolest when when martial arts wins someone over yes. that wasn't wasn't ready to love it immediately. Yeah. That yeah. that's a cool thing to see. Definitely. No, I no, I, I definitely agree. I, I definitely agree with that because so like the, the way the way I've I've heard like explained before, it's like you know they call like you know the the eighty the eighty twenty rule, but there's so there's typically uh, there's typically like there's like ten percent of people that will never do something. They'll just not like it no matter what. I mean like oh no, I will I will never do that thing no matter what it is. And then there's I feel like we fall in this category. Ten percent people no matter what you do to them, they're gonna do that thing. Like you can like oh well whatever like one leg well I guess I'm doing one legged <laughs> like grappling now like, oh well the. The, no matter what they're gonna find a way to do that thing and now then there's the 80 percent, which is you know now now it's like the gray area like how do you get which is like the key to anything if you think about it, like how do you get like in terms of like reaching masses like it's more of like okay they might like it they might not like it but it's the fact that it's variability so yeah i think seeing what you're saying is like it's catching on to the thing where it wasn't inevitable for this person to necessarily like it. Like there would had to be like certain things that it was very much in their choice and realize, Oh, it's their choice that they want to keep doing this. And then it changes like that into almost like becoming, yeah, something that they, that they really enjoy doing and want to keep doing. I think that's always like great to see that kind of, that kind of conversion because I see like, because I'm just so used to being around, you know, people that have been, you know, fighters, like guys that no matter what, I I, I find like most people that I talk on the show, no matter what happened in their lives, they would end up finding martial arts, right? It's like <laughs> kind of, it's like, okay, like no, no, no matter what you, you, you would have ended up like here anyway. That's kind of how I realized, oh yeah, talking to these guys, it's like fellow, like, you know, felt like a lifelong martial artist. It's like they come, okay, they come from different backgrounds, kind of thing. But you realize, okay, they found it, and they would, they, they just never like it. it was, it was never like the question wasn't, oh, are you gonna do this thing? It's like, how can I do more of this thing? <laughs> it's cool to see though, someone that's not quite on that same, and then still continue to do it because I think, if anything, there's more things going against them in terms of that, and the fact that they still chose to still go with it, that's. That's great to see. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> just, just, just the inevitable martial artists. I feel like that that could be another title for the show. Just like <laughs> people that end up doing it no matter what. But um, yeah. I, I trained with a I trained with a trial class guy last night, and yeah, it was so hilarious how giddy he was yeah. every time i would tap him out he was just like oh my god that was so awesome <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like he yeah. was so into it like he was just so shocked he, it, like every every minute his mind was getting blown like was, what just yeah. like like seriously mind blown and just like giddy about it and then he ended the role and he's like oh you're you're so strong and I, i'm he's like at least 60 pounds heavier than me this guy's <laughs> huge and i'm like yeah. dude i'm not strong yeah. that's not what's yeah. happening here <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
no it's always funny like seeing that kind of stuff because it's 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 very much like the people that have never seen like a magic trick before but yes. it's funny because you've seen that magic trick every day <laughs> it's no longer it no longer becomes like it's like oh it's just it's just what i do like i'm sure like when i see you know like oh man like being able to see like card tricks oh wow but i'm sure like for the magician like this is just, this is a tuesday for me <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like you, you're not wowing David Blaine. <laughs> with like, oh, <laughs> is this your card, David Blaine? <laughs> and, yeah. But uh, yeah. But it also illustrates that the vast majority of the population has no idea. No. What what it's like grappling, and so when very, they try it, it's like mind blowing. <laughs> it is no, but that's the thing, and yeah, grappling is the magic trick. <laughs> like like <laughs> wow, you could do that. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, this was just on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, script. But uh <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's it's very interesting. Yeah, that's that's cool. But no, but it's good to see like you know that kind of shock and awe and of something because yeah, because it's it's hard. Yeah, it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's hard for me to relate to that kind of thing. If it's like, oh yeah, I guess I guess that does happen. Well, if it does happen, it wouldn't really happen. Maybe not to that degree, because you can almost like understand like what's like I guess like what's going on. But to someone that truly doesn't really understand like what's happening, and that's why they're um yeah they're they're surprised and they're giddy they're giddy about it. That's that. That that's cool to see because you almost kind of lose that kind of childlike enthusiasm, like there. It's nice to be reminded of that and be beside that when it's happening. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's good. It's, it's good to see. And I guess another, yeah. So it's good to see, yeah, people that stick with it, people that had a kind of, um, you know, maybe not guaranteed thing. Another thing I, I like seeing is seeing people that just took like a lot of time off and then get back and decide to get back into doing it and then making it part just just so because they have to almost become well yeah they do they have become a beginner again even though they're like and sometimes and sometimes that's like you know that that that's tougher could be like a humbling thing because realizing oh time has <laughs> time has happened but i'm still willing you know to uh you know to pick up and and learn this thing this thing again uh that that's kind of what you know it's kind of what I, I mean what i try to be not that i'm essentially taking time off but like i try to look at everything in terms of that kind of new way or figure out it's not it's not new for me anymore but okay there's still some things i can still be doing and still some improvements and to keep to, to keep looking at it as much of a beginner as i can or seeing it from other perspectives there yeah. i'm always proud when i see people come back because there's a like an insecurity in the back of your mind that is really trying to make you not go back and be yeah. a beginner again. Yeah. And so when I see people overcome that and say, no, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And they come back. I, I love seeing that because there's a, like a kind of like a pride issue that they have to beat and defeat to, to get back on there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, because that's the thing. It's almost like the further away you are from something, the easier it is to not to not go back to it. Because like, oh man, it's been so long ago. It's like, oh, it's been ten days. Oh, it's been ten years. Oh, it's been that. But no, you yeah. can always like you can always go back. Yes, <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't stop. I kind of like 
you know, what, what I said, like, I knew, like, I was talking to this guy, he's like, oh, yeah, I did, I did boxing, you know, for two years, but I wasn't that good at it. And I was like, well, yeah, well, you stopped. So, exactly. <laughs> you're probably worse at it now than when you were, when you were doing it. Exactly. That's how, how time and that's how skill, that's how skill training, like, like goes. So, yeah, it's a, um, but yeah, it's something, it's something that you have to, it's something that you have to want to do. So, <laughs> being able to choose being able to to choose that like despite yeah despite the back of your head despite you um pretty much fighting like fighting yourself to do it that's that's great to see that that's good to see someone win i guess win that internal battle with themselves against the anxiety of coming back yeah okay and i guess is are there any um are there any Anything like you know you're looking forward to in terms of training wise, or are there any like competitions coming up that maybe your students are looking to do? There's a revolution coming up. There, we just had a proving grounds last week. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember that one, but it's round robin. It's like round robin submission only, right? Correct. And one of my guys went to it. And Shiloh was there helping the tournament, running a table, a scoring okay. table. Got it. And she saw his first match, and he got tapped out by a guy from my old gym. And I was just oh, like, wow. oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he drew the next match, I think. Either that or vice versa. His first got two it. matches were a loss and a draw. Okay. And he dug deep and turned it around and tapped out the other guys in the oh, nice. bracket and ended up getting gold. So, Oh, wow. I like, okay. that's, that, I that's great to see. And that's also just great to see, especially the, you know, just that, I mean, that, that's what a lot of martial arts is, going through adversity. Yes. But the biggest adversity isn't even necessarily the people that he goes up against. It's like, it's it's himself and willing, yeah. being willing to go out there, even though, oh, man, I got... I got subbed. Now, it, it could be it could have been very easy for him after he got subbed and draw. It's like, well, I guess that's the day, and then just yeah. kind of like go. But you know, to go out there and then to sub everyone else remaining to get gold. That's I mean, that's definitely quite. I'd say a, a great mental achievement of not not letting defeat get get to you. So, awesome. yeah, totally. And I don't know what was in the guy's head, but the guy that subbed him mm-hmm. ended up tying with two other people who had faster submission times so yeah. he lost the tie breaks and so okay. he didn't even get on the podium oh wow so didn't even like get top three. Oh wow yeah and i don't know what played into his momentum shift but yeah it, it can work both ways and i'm yeah. really proud of my guy for you know rising up and being clutch and just going for it you know shout out to peter <laughs> Good job, good job, Peter. But yeah, and that's the thing. It's hard to tell too. And it's hard to tell. I'm sure if you ask Peter, he may not exactly quite know what was going on in his mind. But there was definitely like something, like something, something happening there. I think it's always interesting. Just I guess like psychology, or I guess just someone's like mentality. How how they how they go about that kind of adversity of not getting the result that 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 they want and what they're what they do afterwards. That that's always like interesting to me because I've had uh, actually coming up. So there's, I have a fighter that's fighting uh, two days from now on Friday uh, and, and it'll be his second amateur fight. His first amateur fight 
he uh yeah he he lost he lost by uh KO in the second round so it's definitely definitely not the result that that he wanted and you know we um as a team like afterwards like yeah so what do you like you know what do you what do you want to do like do you want to like do do this again he's like yeah I, I, I want I want to get get in there again this was uh you know my months ago and decides you know decides to go go about it like go about it again i think that's um i mean that's that's a... hello yeah well the... all right happens so what like where, where where else do we go like from like from here so yeah it's just hungry for a win so it's, it's, it's definitely interesting to see and then yeah just how how, how you stack up against that adversity and what, what do you do when um when situations get tough i think that's that's what's important and i mean what what what, what i told them anyway too is that um from the first fight it's like okay there are definitely some things that you did that were working and there are definitely did some things that you did that probably weren't ideal or probably could use some adjustments but no matter like how exactly the result would have happened you still would have need to work on those things so time's gonna time's gonna go on so i mean you can focus on you can focus on the result but you can or what you can do is focus on what you need to do which is improve on this pretty much keep doing more of the things that were working and do less of the things that allowed your opponent to you know to take advantage or get get damage off on you or get better get a better positioning it's always a growth process like the the game doesn't stop the game's not going to stop for you so you just got to keep on moving like for it like no no matter what so yeah so hopefully he took that to heart he's been training and we'll see how it goes see how it goes on friday um pretty much like how i think like he he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna earn he's gonna earn what he's like put in so far so no no matter what happens you know i'm, I'm behind him and it's just a matter of how far does he want to go like with this or how far does he want to keep doing this? And that's, that's, what's important. Like pretty much like why, what keeps you in is what's more important to me rather than, of course, I, I mean, of course I want people to win. I want people to do, to do well. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. It's just what matter. What matters more is that you shouldn't feel, um, I guess you shouldn't feel like you have to do this because in, this isn't gladiator <laughs> like you're not forced to fight to the death like entertainment <laughs> you're doing it by choice so you might as if you're gonna do it you might you might as well love it and if you if you don't love it if you're not putting your all into it then that's a dangerous proposition because you're going up against some people that might that that, that may that may want it more than you and in this kind of thing it's uh i mean it's of course it's you know it's bad to lose or it sucks to lose a basketball game or a tennis match but the goal of that isn't to physically maim you so yeah it's way different yes it's different stakes in yeah. terms of in terms of physicality so you can get really hurt so you should have both feet in exactly not one, not one foot in one foot out like not one foot in one foot out and then yeah because there was a similar kind of situation I, I think i told you about this like earlier but yeah where somebody i had guy that said he wanted to fight amateur but i i just got a sense that he did not and i had a conversation with him 
pretty much the same conversation. It's like, yeah, if you're not, this is like, this is a dangerous enough game where you can do everything right and still end up horribly, you know, like it could still, the consequence could still be so bad. Like you can, yeah, there's just so many things that could go wrong. So if you're already not fully in it, then that's then yeah I, I can't I can't be behind you <laughs> like in terms of that because I yeah could could because I won't I, I won't I won't let that happen so <laughs> yeah it's uh well yeah and and to your earlier point I I really do think so much of life is about how we deal with adversity you know yes yes <laughs> yeah so much is how you deal with adversity because um. The way adversity is going to happen to you, <laughs> whether you whether you want to, whether you seek it out, and like or not. But no matter, I mean, looking back now at all the difficult things or all the adversity that that's happened, all of that was a um, you know was a catalyst for change, or it can be a catalyst like for change, because growth occurs outside your comfort zone. So, um, if anything, I realize the more adversity I seek out the you know stronger or more skilled or more until the more i have to grow like to meet to meet to meet it that's will it always will, will it always be you know anxious or kind of uh nerve rattling yeah but i realize now that yeah you need to seek out those kinds of things that are difficult and kind of treacherous to to grow as a person so i've yeah i'm kind of glad that i've decided I mean, that's kind of the way I go through most things all in, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the way. Yeah, I've definitely, I've def- I've never, I mean, no matter how bad the things I've, I don't think I've, yeah, the, ri- the risk, risk is always there. Risk is going to be there whether you decide to take it or not. And I'm glad that I've been, that I've taken the risk that I have because I've seen, I've seen well, I've seen, you know, both ways they can turn out, but I, me as a person has grown because of it, no matter, no matter what the results were. Yeah, I never want to be in a place in life where I'm not experiencing much adversity. I'm not struggling much. I'm not mm-hmm. uncomfortable much because it yeah. just means that I'm stagnating. You know, like yes, you, you need to be pushing. I, you if you push yourself, you're going to have failures. You're going to meet yes. adversity. You're going to be uncomfortable, and that's a that's a sign that you are trying to, you know be better <laughs> exactly yeah the fact that yeah fear fear of failure isn't isn't gonna prevent failure the only thing that prevents is is success that's why you it's like seeking out the pretty much the more the, the more you seek out like failure you end up realizing that that's actually the, the, the more successes you end up having like there it's almost it seems i mean it's easy to say but it's harder harder to do in terms of because it is uncomfortable yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, yeah, but it's being, it's being, being in those states of, uh, being uncomfortable. That's how, so growth is because you have to, you have to get better <laughs> because of that. We took another trip to Brazil in the w- winter. Yeah. Um, their summer, our winter. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot of great training, as you know. Yes. Um, this time around, there was a lot more um, local Brazilians that were training alongside us. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, most of them go really hard yeah. and train forever. And yeah. uh, most of our group is, you know, 
they're on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and so I thought it was interesting that um, every training session, everyone's in at the first round or so. And then by the end of the night, it was just me and Ender and the Brazilians. The Brazilians just still just yeah. still going at it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so much so that uh, I don't know if you remember Leandro. Yes. The the, 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 the super cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah he's a yeah he's a police. It's like a sergeant or some some kind of rank captain. Yeah, cap. Yeah. Yeah. He he took me and Ender aside, and he's like. Uh, like he doesn't speak much English, but he called yeah. us Kashka Grossa, which <laughs> literal the literal translation is uh, thick skin. But oh, they okay. use they use the phrase to determine to 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 label people who he calls like the real ones, you know. You ah, guys, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was cool because I was like, he he was taking Ender aside, like because he was impressed with how well he was doing and yeah. how hard he was training. And he's saying Kashka Grossa. And then I was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, Ender's so good. And then he's like, no, Endo, like you too. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah, no, that's the thing. The tough skin, the willingness to put yourself like into, into the fire. Is yeah. Really Cause cool. especially against those, those tough Brazilians who were all like in their twenties, yeah, much younger and fitter than I was, you know, to, to, to be in the final rounds there where I'm near the end of my tank and, you know, it's, I'm not doing very well, but I'm in there trying. And yeah. I think that's how you get better, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, try. Yeah, if, if yeah, because if, if, if you're not, if you're not trying, then the action is the, is the, is the most important thing. And, and, and that, that's what you're willing, like, to take. I think that's, I think that's very important. That's, um, I was actually listening to a, it was like a, a clip from like Jocko Welnick's like podcast. And he was talking about SEAL training and people go, uh, you know, people always like to make a big deal about because he was a Navy SEAL, like oh about you know how Navy SEAL training because like the training doesn't really it's not really preparing anybody for anything. Like what what the training is supposed to do is to just weed out the people that don't really want to be there. Like it's to get out the the vast eighty percent that could be swayed. Pretty much, if you can't embrace like the suck then you have to get out and then once you do become that's when the learning like comes in once you realize okay they you do have tough skin now you can now 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 we can like work work with you like there which of course is kind of your know, old school kind of barbaric kind of stuff but hey that that's sometimes that's kind of what you need to get to, to get to that kind of level it's like realizing how how much how much of the suck can you can you endure and then and then keep keep going so one thing that I think is cool um, is that the ability to embrace the suck is is not you're not born with it. I don't think, and I think people think you are. Like I've been, I just started reading Goggins's book, and he wasn't that, and then he no. just decided to be. He, yeah. he decided to become that. And if anything, yeah, especially yeah, because he's and he's very like transparent with his like life story that yeah. he very much was not the guy that that very that, much not that, that. He is, which if anything that makes him go harder because he realizes how I think that's why a guy like David Goggins or guys like yeah guys that end up that because they realize the power the power of not just their own actions but of their mentality to to decide to be unbreakable in that kind of way. I think a lot of people feel like so much of that mentality isn't 
up to you. Like you either have it or you don't, and it's totally up to you. Like I wasn't as mentally strong as I am now when I was a kid either. You know, like yeah, yeah. You, you work. You have to. You have to choose it, and you have to keep working on it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you have to choose it. And if you don't, it's just like anything. It's just like any kind of, you know, skill. If you don't, if you, if you don't work on it, then how, how do you expect for, for it to get, I know, for you to get more of it or for you to get, um, for it, for it to grow. And yeah, he's just decided, yeah, him and other individuals like him, they just decided to keep, like, to keep going. And that's, if anything, I think that that's so important because that kind of grit or that kind of determination, that's one of the most important indicators, like for success. Not necessarily, of course, other skills are def are definitely great, but you cannot you cannot argue if you look at the top performers at any kind of like there's no there was there's always if anything that's probably was the most important thing was the amount of grit that it took for them to get there. As in much every, as the athleticism and the skills and the intelligence and all that, grit was was always a factor in that, if not the most important factor. In every field. Yes, across the board. Like there, whether you're a scientist, whether you're, yeah, what, yeah, what you'd be a scientist or like a, ma a marathon runner, what, whatever, it's the the willingness to put yourself into the fire to have that tough skin that's the thing that that makes you that that propels you like to that so yeah i, th I think i think that kind of grit is, is is very important and not letting not 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 letting yourself like get out yeah just being yeah pretty much just choosing adversity <laughs> that kind of that kind of way and then being um yeah then yeah really it's yeah it's, it's a it's a habit just like anything else just like you know they say like yeah, success. Yeah, success is built on. Yeah, it's built on habits, and it becomes a habit because success itself isn't a habit. But there's a lot of habits that you can do that that lead to success because of because of the nature, not just because <laughs> that 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 lead to it. And I definitely think grit is a very important thing, and it's a thing. Yeah, that no. Yeah, that's not okay. You have X amount of grit, and no nothing else for for the rest of your life. I think it's um, easy to forget also that on a related concept, mm -hmm. uh, you're, if you haven't turned the corner, you're habitualized towards the easy route, towards seeking comfort, towards um, not pushing yourself. So you're used to that. You're good at it. So yeah, you have lots of, yeah. yeah, you have lots of reps at that. Yeah. So um, that's why it can often seem impossible or it's really not up to me to to turn turn the corner but it just means that you have to rep the other wet thing that much more to rewire your brain to new habits better habits definitely and i think the, the way i see it talking about habits it's like it's like your it's 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 your default like what what are you gonna do like anyways like for a guy yeah. like Goggins, his default is being is the hard way or being uh, yeah, being uh, yeah, just the difficult thing. Who's gonna, you know, who, what's the thing? Yeah, who's gonna carry the boats and, and the logs? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's the it's the the difficult path. Like, and he's very adamant that that wasn't always the way. He used to be fat. He used to not want to do anything like with his life. But then he realized he yeah he changed the, his default actions, and that's what that, that that's what happens there. Or if you look at uh, 
oh yeah, we were talking, yeah, because we were talking about you know Tom, like Tom Brady, or like any kind of athlete that's gotten like to their pin. Of course, there was definitely you know skill, talent, other things, but to to be, I think especially consistency and longevity, that that that's great all the way. Like you can't, you. I mean, there's some semblance of you know possibly luck, like too, but in terms of like like grit's definitely the most important thing to keep wanting to take the trauma on your body when all of your peers that <laughs> that have, have been on are, are no longer are no longer there. I think that's such a I think that, that that's such an important thing and that's that that was his default. Like his his default was the hard stuff which kept him in there. Like his it wasn't yeah it wasn't that it wasn't that no one else had access to the things he was doing. He just kept doing the things he did like without having um, yeah, he just did more. He just did more consistently than than other people, and it just the results just showed there. Yeah, and his just growth mindset, always looking to improve. Like his running, is, he was never a runner, but his running in his last years, in his forties, was better than the, any other part of his career. You know, yeah, because he worked. He actually worked on it. You know, he was constantly trying to improve. What are other ways that I can help my team win? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just yeah, just always always seeking that out. But yeah, tough tough skin. Uh, yeah, just having to grow <laughs> I love that phrase. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, especially yeah, that's great that he yeah that he single or that he that he mentioned that like to you guys. That's because uh, if anything, I mean, imagine I just I just imagine like his life as a, as a police captain, <laughs> like in real, like you gotta have tough skin to to do that stuff. Yeah. Coming from him, that was one of the greatest compliments yeah. I've ever received. <laughs> oh. That guy's probably seen some shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And if he says like you have tough skin, then that's yeah, that 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 that, that definitely means something. <laughs> oh yeah, doesn't throw that phrase around. But yeah, cool. All right, we can uh, we can wrap up here. Anything else like you want to say before uh, we end the show? End up. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for having me on again. I, I love you, man. And I love uh, seeing you grow and improve and thrive. So growth mindset. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I th- well, and, and I think that's the thing. It's just willingness to keep putting yourself in, into the fire. And I remember this one quote, it's like most podcasts, like don't even get to like 10 episodes like there. So if anything, if you have more than 10 episodes, you're in the top, it's like, you're in like the top 99. Wow. Or you're, like, you're like the 1%. <laughs> like I am the 1% of podcasts like at this point. And so it's, it's, it's pretty crazy just like as it keeps going on. And it's, uh yeah, because it's really not, I mean, back to the grit aspect, we can end off with this. It's really, with grit, it's not really a matter of who's the best. It's a matter of who's left. And that yeah. just gets lower and lower each, like, a, a, as you keep going. And I think I think, I think think that's so true. And as we're talking about, you know, all, all-time greats, there's, like, if you have that much grit and determination, you realize you end up in <laughs> – you end up having – very very few peers that can understand you so or very few peers that are that, that are willing to do so and it just takes just going let's deciding that one day to do that which then leads to the next day and then the next day and then the next day so uh to people that are realizing you know thinking that it is impossible it, it, it definitely it definitely is not and there's definitely um just because some people are farther along on the path doesn't mean that you can't do that same thing 
on 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 that on that same path and the reason like to decide to choose that and no matter yeah no matter what just because of the 80 percent like people can look at the 80 percent thing and think oh well then why even begin well the way i see like why 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 not why why not start so i won't be okay cool i won't be the the number one or number one thing to do in or number one finisher in a marathon what does this mean that I can't like complete a marathon and if i do then like what's like how many people can can say that they've done you know x x y z it's not really the result it's the fact that you're willing you know to put yourself in embrace the suck <laughs> like there and just have tough skin yeah as someone who started martial arts pretty late in life i'm here to tell you like just just do it like yeah exactly <laughs> just, it's, just it's worth just, it yeah just do it it's worth it and that's the thing too it doesn't matter like what's of course it's yeah I, I think there's also another there's like a joke and think oh man i wish i saw when i was younger well you're not so but you can do it now and and, and there's nothing yeah there's just there's nothing yeah there's nothing that's stopping you there was this um i was watching a documentary on a boxer like archie moore and he was um they called they called him the old mongoose he didn't want he didn't win a world title until he was I mean, on the birth record, they said he was uh, 37 years old. Wow. Which is, which, yeah, exactly. But but that's the thing. But he was also, you know, he also was. This is fighting in the 50s, so he and he was um and he 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 was a black man and he, so he said he was born in Illinois, but his mom told him it's like said that it was quoted. Oh no, he was born in South Carolina, <laughs> like kind of. So there's been differing stories on his birth, and the joke was like, oh yeah, I was born when I was three years old, but. Uh, <laughs> So he lied about his age to make him seem younger. So people speculated that he won in his 40s and that he was just lying about, about, about his age. So, yeah, and it just shows. Yeah, it, but the thing is, yeah, he, he just he just kept at it. <laughs> he, just, he just kept at it, and he he never, you know, just he just never. I mean, that guy for sure definitely had had a lot. I mean, he had to have a lot of grit to be a boxer anyway. But to be a boxer in your 40s in the 19 in the 1950s, that's Amazing. like. No, that's like a different kind of grid right there. But yeah, all right, we'll leave that there. People decide to do difficult things. <laughs> Bye, Ender. Bye. That's the recording.